So the function of sati, mindfulness, can be expressed in a couple of ways. One is to stay with and to deepen into a particular theme, topic, object. And the other is to not dip into a particular theme or topic. <laughs> you know, to avoid and to stay out of uh, troublesome, distracting, you know, confusing tangles. Mm-hmm. To withdraw from that. You know, so you're mindful of that. You mindfully re-establish onto something more suitable. Mm-hmm. This is done through uh, careful attention, uh, deep attention, and no, that's not going anywhere. Therefore, keep remembering: don't go there, don't go there. Put that one. No, avoid. Stop. No, no, no. So you bear that in mind: don't go there. Enough of that. This is going nowhere useful. You bear that in mind, and you withdraw. So that's an act of mindfulness. It's a boundary setter. And with, with right effort, right energy, you that's sustainable. And notice, uh, you know, I mean, clearly we've all done that. Uh, in the going forth, uh, renunciate form, and it's part of it, and to acknowledge that, and to keep that one there, that sensitivity of this topic, not right now. You know, maybe not directly unskillful, not appropriate right now. No, 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 not right now, no. I'm not with, no. no. <laughs> now what happens with that? You feel those thoughts or impulses arise and you, you don't get nasty about it. You just, no, just let it pass. Let it pass, let it pass. It's kind of like letting stuff steam off. It's, uh, you hear, you get the emotion and the feeling, even if you get the energy of it, and just let it ventilate. So that's certainly one of the things one cultivates. Um, um, it's a, almost like a pressure release. And it's not making a, a judgment or a fixed judgment or criticism. It's just not right. That's enough. Step back, let it blow through. And you get a lot of you get insight through that. In fact, you don't actually have to follow every thought, emotion, or immediately. Some never, some not right now. Um, you know, and that sense of really moderating, cultivating the proper clarification of chitta. So chitta isn't always being overwhelmed. For uh, after the level of, uh, say, virtue, you know, so relinquishing things that are not associated with, with virtue, one can't feel open about, upright about. You know, if you can't feel open about it, don't do it. Yeah, because there's somebody watching all the time, you. <laughs> so, hmm. You notice that sense of quashing scruples or cutting corners and wait a minute. No, 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 not right. 
Right? Good. And you see something. You, you see something, you hear the voices of, well, it'll be all right if, or maybe it doesn't really matter, or what about now, or, you know, I don't need to do this, and who does he think he is, and she's there, and you know, I'm a special case. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, I listen to those, and, hmm. Yeah, that's that, that voice. Where's that going? To Nibbana? I don't think so. going to me, really, having my own way. I mean, yeah, it's nice to have your own way. <laughs> and yet, you know, when it's your own way fits, that's good, it doesn't fit, can you, can you, enough now. That relinquishing, and maybe later, we'll see. The compulsiveness. Begin to unhook that compulsiveness. You know, the fixity and the energies of those. You can witness both the voices, the topics, but also this rushing energy. Really got to, you know, should I really go? Wow. And then coming into your body. Feeling yourself getting fired up. Yeah. Oh, pulses racing, or skin tingling, or the face contracting, or the. Whoa. It's helpful. No, this is stress. Breathing out. Yeah. Pull yourself up, open the chest, open the face, relax around the eyes. Wow, that was that. Mm. And wonderful, you know, one can do that. You have to have something you bear in mind to as a, as a mark. And uh, this is certainly an act of sati, mindfulness, and one can be... Um, Make that pretty good. The less hassling and squabbling goes on around, you know, saying no to yourself, the better. It's clean. No judgment, just not right now. Inappropriate. I've done that. Relax. And you learn. You see quite a bit. Uh, and it's helpful in depth because you, one can recognize how these um, thoughts are powered, have an emotional underpinning, powers them. They have a, a, an atmosphere or an aim which is about me, seeing things from my perspective. Yeah. And so you see that, that realm. That world, this is the world you want to get to the end of. And you can feel the the bodily effect of them. Get agitated, tense, feel weighed down, buzzing, head buzzing, 
So these, you realize that. And also you can realize the relinquishment of that. You're clean, clear, things open up. This feels like no stress. Well, that's, yeah, there it is, you know, right there one can begin to get a, a pragmatic experience of path. Right. And there are signs, limitas, this is a term that's used in different ways, but in the sutta, the commentaries make a very specific and esoteric um, use of the word to refer to, we don't need to go there, uh, particular visual images that print on the mind. But in the suttas, it's any kind of defining characteristic. So there's the characteristic of stress. You can feel it. So pressure, certain enclosure. You feel closed into your position, your attitude, your world. Uh, certain bustling energy to keep it going. Uh, you can really get a profile of that. And in your act of sati, mindfulness is to... Uh-huh. And then, but right now, letting that one pass. That's your theme. And you see the characteristic, the sign, you know, however the reason, situation, the sign is not good, impulsive, stressful, not good. Maybe you could do something without that. So it's just maybe I'm approaching it the wrong way. And particularly, of course, in more uh, refined uh, pursuits such as meditation you know, I'm getting stressed out with this I'm, I'm following what it says in the book I'm getting stressed I'm getting intense, compulsive can't do this where am I ever going to get it together I'm not as good as you well this is a bad, this is a bad sign so <laughs> your jitter is not taking this very well at all you know, I've got to get this, I'm getting to stop. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. Release. You're still mindful, but you're picking up the sign of the mind when the mind is um, feeling overwhelmed, oppressed, you know. And is there another way to do this? Does it mean all meditation should be totally friction-free? I don't think so. But there's a point at which the jitta is just not ready yet. <laughs> yeah. To pick up the meditation thing. And... So, you know, for example, one of the main meditation themes, Anapanasati, uh, Buddha, there's a number of accounts of where and why and how Buddha taught this. 
a couple of them were rather interesting. One was he taught it because the monks were taking a, a super on attractiveness of the body, meditations too far, and uh, committing suicide. Or having, you know, let's get rid of this wretched bundle. Or having somebody come and kill them. So the Buddha said, misguided men, this is not the aim of the teaching. <laughs> I'll teach you this instead. Another, another event was the big gathering at Sawati. And all these bhikkhus being exhorted and encouraged by arahants. So three months solid. He said, okay, I think you're probably ready by now. After three months, now I can teach you this. So it was not necessarily beginner's practice. And so preparation is necessary in virtue, in, you know, in, in cultivating sati, in, uh, in understanding body, in commitment, whatever. It was being taught at three months. Another occasion, the Buddha mentioned it as this is what you should cultivate with, particularly with your, someone who does a lot of thinking. It's very good for easing up the thinking mind. It's kind of encouraging. Most people find that the thinking mind is very good for getting rid of Anapanasati. <laughs> So it can go either way, you know. But it does actually use the thinking mind. And the beauty of it is, if you can cultivate it, use the thinking intelligence, but very, very disciplined, light, persistent. And uh, body intelligence, because it's dealing with the life force, the body feels and senses and is eased and... When I talk about intelligence, I mean the ability to receive a message and respond to it. The body responds to easy, long, deep, relaxed breathing. It feels brightened. It's an energetic transfer that occurs. And when the body feels brightened, the heart feels comfortable. So then you have another sign, nimitta, which is Comfortable, steady. That's worthy. That's a useful one. Make a bookmark on that one. And this is, in colloquial terms, the first bookmark, you could say, or the first benchmark in the process of samadhi, jhana, which means your mind is comfortable and, and the energy is steady and uplifted and the thinking mind is pared down and tuned in. It's not babbling. This is the expression of what's called the first jhana, or the first benchmark, first milestone, you could say. Although these things tend to have a negative effect. Where's the first? Where's the second? Where's the third? No, no, no. (laughs) Don't follow that thinking, you know, because as soon as you create a list, you want to get to the end of it, the top of it, the best of it. Just just, uh, don't make too much of that. 
just get the sense of feeling steady, settled. Mm. And these uh, comments I'm making can be um, arguable, particularly as we've had thousands of years of of, uh, practice and people with different angles on it. But one has to say there's quite a different um, perspective given in the suttas than there is in the commentaries. And my faith abides, has to abide in the suttas. Which you don't get a sense of something so narrow and fixated as you do in the commentaries. Mm. For nimitta, you can know it, you can carry it. You can get a sense of it. And we're dealing with pana, pana like panatipata, living creatures, breathing creatures, pranayama, this whole sense of the life force that accompanies the respiratory process. And uh, in this practice, there's no, again, no mention of a particular point in the body to focus on. Um, Though you may, whatever feels good. But whatever does feel right for you, comfortable for you, do recognize that it's going to have to lead on to this uh, uh, described teaching of thoroughly feeling the entire body, breathing in and breathing out. So there's got to be some opening to the movement or the, the span of that energy as it pervades the body. Now we pick up that when we practice just how do you know you're breathing, you feel a sensation. Uh, but the defining characteristic of in-breathing is an arising energy, sharp, brightening characteristic and defining characteristic of out-breathing, it's a releasing energy, isn't that the case? When you sit down to relax, when you, okay, let's get ready for work, here we go. So, um, that's there in that that experience, and the whole body senses it, it's tuned into, because this is an autonomous process, you don't have to think about it, you don't have to make it work. The body picks up the sign uh, when it needs to breathe in, how much it needs to breathe in, how much it needs to breathe out when it's finished. The body does it. It's picking up the signs and using muscles to get that going. And because it is involuntary, I think this is pretty important to recognize because it's involuntary your mind can relax you don't have to keep doing it but because it's involuntary sometimes you don't know how to be with it without doing stuff on it because as soon as the mind engages he wants to do something or something else or figure it out or get better at it or make it go quicker or worry about it or so it really is quite a lot of training in surrender you know, very strong theme in, in uh, religious life. Surrender, trust. 
powerful meaning in that in a world is something you can't trust essentially and it's built up with a lot of mistrust and deceit and manipulation and fear and learning to the virtue body the community body is there to help generate that atmosphere of trust trust the process stay in it so your mind your thinking mind is less knee-jerked reaction to keep jumping in and doing something I need to just keep relaxing that unhook that okay then give it something to do and just um, how do you know you're breathing and what is it that can pick up that message and shift attention you, know, you could be looking at the floor you could be thinking about breakfast what is it that says how do you know you're breathing and shifts attention to that that's called vitaka bringing to mind and it's a quick flick isn't it it's not an argument it's a quick flip, nudge tap on the shoulder bring now when we train with that we train that to keep that light and quick very short and tap tap The other aspect of the trained new thinking mind, which um, is again perhaps <laughs> gets wildly distorted and confused, is to to get a sense of what you've turned to, to really listen up, to sense it. How is that? How is that? How is that? Of course, there's no verbal answer immediately it shouldn't be just that oh take it in how is that then maybe you get a feeling of long or soft or hot or cool or mm. so these two working as a team And just even that level of training and restraint of the thinking mind can powerful repercussions. Naturally, it's a beautiful skill. It takes some doing. Often the thinking mind very encumbered, faltering, uh, uh, light. And then feeling too tense, just step back, release the pressure, bring it back again. And 
and if we cultivate, um, very important to get the, uh, the vichara, the sensing of it, to pick up something that feels rather pleasant and easeful, not too far, not too distant, easeful, steady, soft, probably the out-breath, long, and to really uh, cultivate mindfulness of body, saying you can allow the breath to come all the way out through the belly, and it goes out steadily and completely. And you can, over time, you'll notice the pause between the out-breath and the in-breath. That's an important part of it, very important. And then the inhalation, it's swelling, rising. Something, because it's involuntary, and it does it by itself, and it's got a calming effect, but it's not dull calm, because breathing is vitalizing then you're coming into the territory of uh, bright calmness. This characteristic is sign. It's not sleepy calmness. It's not excited brightness. It's bright calmness. Lingering in that. Now we can track and then learning to sustain the process over the full how you sense an out-breath. Try to avoid the anatomical idea of the out-breath just as much as you feel till it fades. The fading is an important point, the pausing. This is where the mind can easily swing off. So it takes some time to just Enjoy that open space. So if you're waiting, opening to the sky, listening for an animal, deer in the woods, that sense of alertness, and then pick up the shift into the inhalation. And... uh, Actually, as I've done, you can you can use encouraging signs like the said the pausing, like you're waiting in the woods for a deer to come. You're very listening, very open, but it's not there. You're still very attentive, and then you hear, pick up the first sign. There's that sense of something shifting, and then staying with that as it expands, inhalation. Feeling the body swell, energy tingle, complete, and then the hovering at the end of the inhalation. It's almost like a hover, as if like a bird hovering and then descending. Um, Those breathing tends to go, first of all, you want to make sure it's complete. Often people have very restrictive breath patterns and they breathe too fast. So, you know, using posture and attitude all the time in the world to allow an exhalation to pass out. 
to encourage the full lengthening of the breathing because this refreshes the body. Descriptions the Buddha said of it, said, with this my, my mind does not get strained and uh, my eyes don't get strained. It's comfortable. Something about the nervous system feels at ease with that. It's an unusual thing, naturally, for the thinking mind to track, because it's not exciting. It's not about coming to a conclusion. It's just about following. Most of our thinking minds tend to lead rather than follow. It's always useful in just in daily life to learn to listen to people before you reply. (laughs) And uh, not just jump on the chores monk and pepper him with all kinds of requests. (laughs) To have that pausing moment. I wonder how he is. Is this the right time? You follow, you don't jump in. Training. It pays off. Because with this you really don't have to do a lot of thinking about the breath. It looks after itself. Just follow it. And see if you can pick up the qualities as they present themselves. Simple quality, brightening, swelling, inhalation, soothing, releasing, exhalation, open space, pause. Mm. Now people have used things like putting a word on top of the breath, like buddho, or you, some people recommend numbering the breaths, try to get an unbroken sequence, one, two, three, so one on the first, sec, two on the second, three on the third. If you lose it, go back to one, if you're up to ten. And yeah, um, it can get a little bit intense, particularly you know, because you're always trying to get those numbers up. You know what the mind does. Be frustrated trying to get those numbers up. But people do it because it certainly hooks the thinking mind to the breathing. But there's a background uh, persuasion, unbroken mindfulness. Um, no, mindfulness could be unbroken without that and it can give a certain obsessive fixation quality which tenses the mind up it's a sensitive system and we've all done following orders we've all done arithmetic we've all done examinations we've all done get to this on time we've all led our lives been led through lots of imperatives about making it work and getting it right, compared with a forest dweller, we don't have those, any of those signs. Stay alive is the only, even that's not obligatory. 
optional. So a thinking mind is not so rule-driven and progress-driven and performance-driven. What I've sometimes found helpful is just to notice, count the length of a breath, length of an out-breath. Keeps the mind on track. It's curious. How long is this one going to be? Uh, The good sign is when that breath gets down. It might start at five seconds, goes down to seven or eight seconds to help breathe out. You get longer, longer pause, four or five inhalation. And you feel the results of that. Everything is settling down and you've got a oh yeah that's when it's a, when it's that long i feel like this and in a way we've kind of tricked <laughs> led the jitta through through the thinking mind to appreciate this is where you feel really good isn't it get it and it happens but the process itself happens non-verbally right non you have to use a verbal lure to get the, the chitta to connect into the body to really feel what feels right. Because for a long time the chitta has followed ideas and notions and sense desires and you know, it doesn't actually know this source of happiness and comfort. For a long time it's believed that happiness comes through more excitement and gratification, and even you know, getting things done on time, you get praised, uh, you get included if you work hard enough. It's followed that sign. So for a long time, it's followed that. We begin to wean it from that. Say, look, this is stressless. This is easy. This is involuntary. Uh, was better. And the body and the chitta, the body and the heart-mind begin to know each other. And attitude then is very significant. You're working with a steady, kindly, but mindful. Now we're doing this. Okay. Having a wobble now. Let's just step back and let the wobble pass through. Going through a bit of a tantrum. Let's just stay here and let that one, you know, mindfully let that one blow through. <laughs> when we finish with that, we can return here, you know. So you, you start to detox. And when you do detox, a lot of unpleasant stuff can come out. So then your sati is not to go into it and make a person out of it and make a scenario out of it, make a life out of it. You, know, you can spend time here reconstructing a toxic life over all the things that you didn't do or should have done and things that have gone wrong and people who are nasty to you and how it's all... You can build that up. Yeah. And yeah, you can create statistics for sure. It's a messy world. But you want to keep that going? Uh, Okay. 
for emotional pressure. Okay, that's heard, listened to. Blow out, its own time. Body's still here. Breathing is still here. Nothing's been lost. Always ready. The next inhalation, exhalation. But remember, there's only so many of them before you pass away. Just remember that. So, is it really worthwhile speculating around da 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 da? Is it really worthwhile planning da 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 da? Only got so many breaths left. Why don't you stay with this? Just gently reminding, shaping. Until this characteristics become established. When it's established, this we would call the first milestone, the first mark, if you like. And there's a sense in which the process has moved to the point where you're really feeling some well-being in the bodily sense, in the heart sense, if you're uplifted, if you're bright, body feels clean and clear. You know, don't feel anything oppressive. Piti, joyful, uplifted, sukha, comfortable. You can notice that state, that mark. Witness it. It's arisen through causes and conditions. It's dependently arisen. It's a constructed state, if you like. But it does help to eliminate or cut off access to the hindrances, give a firm footing for the enlightenment factors, give you on a pleasant abiding in the here and now, and shift one's taste, one's appetites, sense world to the fine material realm. From getting and being and becoming and carving out this, that and the other to letting go, simplification. And in all cultivations, these are the the, uh, signs uh, that are incontrovertible. in terms of liberation and release from stress. So let's take some time for silent practice. <laughs>